0: On tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, one Thanksgiving over with, smoking, a sex doll brothel, drunk curling, yoga, and Stan Lee. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk with
1: Hank and Petra. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. We have already had one of our Thanksgivings.
0: One Thanksgiving down, one to go.
1: We always have my family stuff early, and I'm glad yeah. it gets it over with.
0: Yeah, your whole family is just like that. Like, get it over with. It's mm-hmm. it's really funny, and it's very apparent as the outsider in the mix that it's a get it over with occasion. <laughs> We're all
1: in agreement, and it's wonderful. We it's had, had really kind of weird. We had it <laughs> this past Sunday. We catered it we had a restaurant, basically, just bring it up.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Uh, done. Set it out. It was simple as pie.
0: Well, well, there was the one hiccup that we didn't realize it was going to be on Sunday until Friday at, what, 4? I and thought it would give me like, plenty of time. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> Hank's just like, please don't kill me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that, I walk in, and he looks at me and goes, please don't kill me. <laughs> well, in my head,
1: it was the next sunday i was yeah. a week off
0: yeah but
1: we figured it out but uh yeah i felt bad
0: that was it was though funny because well
1: three days notice isn't enough for thanksgiving that was for less you than the hell? hours come on petra get your game yes. on yes. Get your game face on we did it though. Everybody, everybody's good.
0: we did. We did. No and domestic
1: violence. Nobody killed each other. No, it was great.
0: no. It was it was. Although, although your dad started his Fox News like get on soapbox, and your sister was so mean to him for just a split second, I honestly felt bad for him. And then it was like, no, he was on his Fox News soapbox, and somebody needed to knock him
1: out. You know, he's eighty six. And he lives out in the middle of nowhere and on he's a farm. Never going to
0: change, but like, why do we have to listen to him rant?
1: No, no, I, I mean, I'm with you as far as that goes. But yeah, I thought about when it, when he was here, like basically trying to tell him, like, look, could you just stay off politics for once? But then I thought, well, then what else is he... Then you might as well just tell him to leave. Because what else does he have to talk about?
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, it was. Like, it just left him kind of speechless, and he kind of just wandered off. I was like, oh, my. Okay.
1: (laughs) He's starting to get hints about that at 86, that some people don't care for his political views. And, you know, I mean, that's just a general rule that everybody ought to pretty much know by the time you're 86. Avoid... Religion and politics and you know things that yeah, but are just so opinionated and and he's so convinced, like everybody else, that he's so right, and yeah. he just can't he can't comprehend in his mind how anybody could not agree. understand it and agree with him. And yeah, yeah I don't know. We all
0: are it's like bore, that at it's some a point. Brainwashing, though, but you know God. what? I don't I don't agree because. I don't think, I don't think we are so brainwashed. I think you could show us compelling evidence that, you know, this is 100% accurate and true. And, you know, that I think. I hope. Uh, I think there are very few. <laughs> there are some wild left leaning conspiracy theorists too. Well, sure, there's extremists on both sides yeah, of just, anything. It just seems to be fewer of them, though. There's just something less attractive. You know, there's 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 no god and guns to lure people.
1: Well, I mean, that's their side, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but, again, there's, there's extremists on both sides. I don't want to get I, in an I, argument or fight about okay, it either. Okay, okay. So, they're just I, all. I, they're I, just all right,
0: good. no, all right, there are... There are statistics, Hank, and bi- extreme. Like uh-huh. we're talking ten to one, there are more extremists on the right, and that's what you're seeing. Violence in the news right now is right right wing violence.
1: Well, there probably are. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know where yeah. you getting that well, from. I, I, so I,
0: I can show you those numbers after the podcast. <clears throat> I, I'd be more than happy to. No, it's no, a no, fact. No. Well it's not and saying it's on both sides is is lessening the 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 impact of the violence.
1: Well I didn't know we were talking about violence. I thought we were talking about just having general differences of opinion. Okay. So sorry. I don't know about the violence thing.
0: Okay. I'm sorry, you didn't mean to get this on my <laughs> <laughs> weird political Yes. Stop Strange it. Change trucks. Yes. That's how, that's how bad Thanksgiving can be. <laughs> derailed derailed or drop of a hat.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I just try to get my family off the, my dad specifically, off the political subject yeah. And, yeah. and the rest of it's fine. It was, it was an all right Thanksgiving it to the was, family. Nothing really was. humorous to talk about besides that, besides yeah. him. We've talked about him on the show before. He's just, yeah. Yeah. Um, he is what he is. He's kind of an old narcissistic asshole, frankly. It's like all the shit from movies that's humorous, except in real life, it's not fucking humorous.
0: <laughs> yeah. And when it's your family, it just, it, it just kind of hurts.
1: Kind of like the movie it, Grumpy Old Men. Like yeah. you can, you can pull things out and make that into a comedy. But when you look at it, like try to deal with one of those old fuckers on a day to day basis. Yeah. It's fucking grueling.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I get it on the uh female end of the spectrum. I will
1: say well, I'll one tell you one little thing about dad coming up mm-hmm. that'll that'll demonstrate what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, he he drove over here, which by the way he shouldn't even be driving, he's eighty six. Yes, yeah, true. But anyhow, he drives and he drives this little uh this little Toyota truck, yeah. this a little small little cab, you know, a truck cab. Yes. He gets out, and he's smoking a cigar with his girlfriend, Charlotte.
0: Uh-huh. Who doesn't
1: smoke. Right. Just in there. So he's subjected her to cigar smoke.
0: The entire, yeah, for, absolutely. 45-minute for drive to our house. And his clothes reeked of cigar smoke when like like I took his coat when he came in. Yeah, he and it always thinks
1: like, oh! <laughs>
0: Yeah. And and you know, and
1: his poor girlfriend, you know, as she's getting out of the car, she's like, I'm I'm sorry, Hank. I smell like a cigar. Your dad's been smoking the whole way down here. I'm like I'm thinking, you know, it's cold out, it's November here. Yeah you gotta roll the windows up. And that's yeah. just, it, it's, it's one of those things that just pisses me off when I heard her right when he got here, like it got it off to kind of a pissy mood.
0: She's it, apologizing for him basically being thoughtless. And
1: her. yeah, exactly. And it triggers all this shit from when I was a kid as he used to do that. And that was just infuriating to me. Yeah. Like I would literally try to roll yeah. the window down a little crack, even in the winter and Just so
0: you breathe. Yeah.
1: I'm like, well, that wind up. It's getting cold. I'm like, would you please at least stop smoking so I can breathe back here? Yeah. Everybody forget. Once in a while, a comedy show will make reference to. Like when we grew up in the seventies,
0: oh, absolutely! Hell,
1: everybody smoked.
0: My mother did not, didn't, didn't slack off smoking when she was pregnant with me. My,
1: oh, I'm sure my mom doubled up. Yeah, um, I mean they smoked like it was their damn yes. job. Mom
0: smoked and drank everybody she was did. With me, yeah.
1: everywhere, yeah, restaurant, anywhere, and had zero thought for anybody else being affected yes. by their smoke. Yes, it was. Anything that smokers say now as far as, oh, they're taking our rights and this and that, you deserve every fucking thing (laughs) you get for the last hundred years of your all's as a whole.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Bullshit. Yeah. Your
1: smoker bullshit attitude for the last hundred years. Fuck you if we take them all away. (laughs) (laughs) You deserve it.
0: Hank feels... Very strongly about this And it's his time on the soapbox Go for it, babe yeah, well, I, I think that's about <laughs> it it does bring up something
1: I will ask you, though As a little, just a conversation point I did notice in our state, Kentucky I saw this on to some Facebook post or uh-huh. something I don't know exactly how accurate But it looked like it was a link to a legitimate article That, um, well, actually it was from a news station So I know it's legitimate, halfway um, They're going to do some kind of a law in Kentucky Where, where employers... Can deny a person being, de- they, can, they can deny you having a job if you smoke. What do you think of that? Whoa. It's part of the process. They can do your blood test. If they find uh-huh. nicotine in your blood, the boom, they know you're a smoker. Boom. They don't have to hire you. Or they can just not hire you based on that one thing. Oh, that'll get How your wheels much... turning.
0: All right, Hank. You're an employer, okay? Right. Can you stop for two seconds and try to be just a normal person? Okay. And how much of your life does your employer own?
1: A lot, I guess. Eight
0: hours, tops.
1: Well, but I'm, okay. I mean, we, you support if you're talking legal about, if, weed. If you're you, talking I mean, about there's so hours. many
0: things that you, you you do support, like, as far as, like, freedoms. Mm-hmm. I can see, because of, of the, if there's nicotine in your system, I can see people paying more or even being denied health insurance, not right. employment. I think that's, that is. It seems like it's going. That is there. the most invasive thing.
1: It seems like it's going whatever. a bit far too, even yeah. though I'm on my uh, soapbox about. It. This is what brought me brought this up? Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, uh, it's a tough one because again, as an employer, I know that smokers are more unhealthy. They're going to miss more days of work. Yeah. They're. I mean, there's just a lot of negatives associated with smokers. Yeah. But they take breaks during the day, but everybody else frankly
0: isn't. Yeah. Um. They're just. I don't know. It's a but tough call. You know call. what? You, You know those smokers when you smell them. Okay. That's one of those. They clean
1: up for job interviews.
0: You you really think.
1: Oh, I know for sure. We've hired some that absolutely, when they interviewed, there was uh no sign of Uh smoking. And then you hire them the next day and you see them out. You're like, well. Yeah. I guess you. Yeah. Well, because this, let me just say this. You're right. If an employer knows there's an employer here locally. I won't say a name, of course, uh-huh. but there's a big employer around here that's a medical healthcare kind of employer uh-huh. in the in our general Area. region. Yeah, that I know for at least as much as I can know for a fact that they've done that for years. They yeah. do blood tests on people before they hire them as a drug screen. Yeah, and if you have nicotine on that thing, they don't hire you. And they won't say it publicly yeah, And but it won't come them, out But yeah. that's one of their criteria: is if, if you smoke, you're not getting that job Or uh, at a minimum well, I, And I
0: know who you're talking about
1: And maybe if it was a super high level position Like a uh-huh. doctor Or something uh-huh. where they really needed you Well then they might let it pass Or they might
0: uh-huh.
1: Get you to take you to the side And say look, all right, we're going to hire you But this has got to uh-huh. stop but no, in general, pup, general everybody else, no. If you smoke, you didn't get the job. So people are doing that, whether mm-hmm. it's a law or not. Just so you know. Yeah. But I, I'm with yeah. you. But I'm kind of with you. That's why I, I think. I was mean, I, and,
0: and 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 you, your family's recently been hit by right to work crap. Um, it sounds like it's it's one of those things that's named deceptively. Um, It's it's another one of those really invasive, like it's just too far. It's just it it just really is too far into. I can absolutely see, like, and and when I worked, I had you know a health insurance. And you used to smoke, by the way. Yeah, I used to smoke. You see that side of it. it was what ultimately kicked my butt into gear to quit smoking because my insurance was going to go up by 20% mm-hmm. if I didn't stop by blood tests, you know, right. that, that get it out of my system. So, you know, that was finally the, you know, I've been yeah you know, knowing I needed to quit. No, there's, you know, there, it just, that was the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Right. But... I was already employed. It just somehow feels like you're de- denying somebody's ability to exist and feed themselves based on an addiction.
1: At some point, I I mean, I would just say, yeah. let's just make, make cigarettes illegal.
0: Exactly.
1: I mean, they're, they're obviously this awful, and they are, this right. awful, highly addictive carcinogen that we there's all, we all know. There's not a good thing.
0: There's not one redeeming thing about cigarettes.
1: No. So, I don't know. I I kind of see both sides, but I lean more towards what you're saying. It it seems like a bit too much. Yeah. But I certainly do see employers' other side of it. At a minimum, I will say this as a compromise, then employers should – they should either be able to – pay them less because you're going to pay for your health insurance or pass the health insurance cost onto that person. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, in I, some see, w- I see that as, in, as in justified. In some way, right. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you smoke, then here, I'm having to pay more for you. You're going to miss more sick days. You're going to have all this stuff. Exactly. Then, and, and, then and, you're going to make, you know.
0: As someone who who was smoking when when that came up, mm-hmm. yeah, that changed my mind about it. Well, that helped well, that makes you sense. Know, and it, make, and it, it wasn't something where I was like, that's not fair. It's like, no, I really do understand this.
1: <laughs> well, that makes sense. So, anyway, there you go. So, bottom line look at this uh, sex doll here.
0: Creepy.
1: <laughs> it is kind of creepy, isn't it?
0: What? That's in America?
1: This is in America. Oh, God. <laughs> Petra with her disgust. That's awesome. This right. is a uh, what's wrong with men. This is a robot sex brothel that's going to open in California. I don't know where in California, but it's going to open somewhere in California. Thoughts? She's what's not. What's wrong with men? That's <laughs> is,
0: that's my thought. Like like, what really? You
1: think people will pay for this? Well, there's a TV show based on it, Westworld. Yeah. Like that's what it's coming to.
0: Well, at least in Westworld, they move and talk. Right. This is a socket for a penis. Yeah. That is for men who, who, who see women as nothing but something to stick their dick in. Well. And that is creepy.
1: If you had necrophilia, this would be a great way to get that out of your system. I suppose. <laughs> if you had that instead of a real corpse.
0: Well, how about you get some therapy?
1: (laughs) So there's already a handful of sex robot brothels in Europe. So it's only a matter of time before we caught up. It'll be opening in West Hollywood, California. So what do you think? I don't know. I think it's kind of harmless. I think it's kind of silly, but hey, how many times have we talked about this on the show? As long as nobody's hurting the process, I don't, nobody seems to be getting hurt here. They're robots. (laughs) If you can start a business doing that, good for you as far as I'm concerned.
0: Well, I, you know, I'm going to disagree a little bit here. All right. Let's hear it. I think that somehow, <laughs> and, and it's very hard to articulate, <laughs> uh, somehow the creep that would do this. Yeah is just it's encouraging their creepy fetish women are objects it it's just it's encouraging an unhealthy attitude towards women hmm well i can, it's very hard to put it into words,
1: I think that's a pretty good job i I know what you're getting at with that, I suppose
0: I mean, what if these were child sex dolls? you know, is it a good thing that they get out their their pedophile urges on child sex dolls?
1: You know, I don't know that's a that's a damn good question that's a where that's, do
0: you draw the line what what if you know
1: well, I mean, um, what is
0: there's just something wrong with this,
1: and you just can't put your finger on it. Yes,
0: there's something. There is something.
1: Well, the dolls are that obviously is
0: crossing a line that that is. Oh, that's funny. Wrong.
1: Well, I think that's an interesting take, and I'd probably take the other side that this is just kind of harmless. There's some dudes going to do this and. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it would lead to anything, any more. And I, I, I keep wanting—I don't—I don't want to use judgment words too much because again, each their own. Nobody's getting hurt. This is a doll, and you've got you're paying somebody, and you do your thing, and so yeah, I don't know. I'm leaning more towards that, I suppose. But anyway, I can't see. All it right,
0: happening. I would judge. I would judge somebody who would do that as a, a freak. I'm just going to absolutely (laughs) lay it the fuck out there.
1: If you have sex with a doll, you're a freak.
0: If you are paying
1: Uh, for a
0: doll brothel, (laughs) I I think less of you. And and that is...
1: What about somebody that uses a blow-up, like a traditional sex doll that you could order at home?
0: If it's more than once and you're not hammered, yeah, that too. It's weird.
1: Okay, so you just have it's against it's any kind of sex doll type thing. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. If it's kind of a sock, <laughs> if you equate women as a socket for your penis, your humanity is in question, by Petra.
1: <laughs> well, but, the, well but, but these are dolls. They're not real, real women, though. That doesn't matter.
0: No, that's part of it. That's that's it. That's part of the creep factor.
1: Dude. I got you. Well, these are uh these are pretty expensive dolls here. Um If you want to be the fact
0: that that they developed them is creepy too. <laughs> A little.
1: You know, it's just going to keep getting more realistic. It seriously is going to be freaking Westworld sooner or later. Yeah. These robots aren't just going to just lay there. They of course they're going to be moving real, you know what I'm saying?
0: And by the way, people, the 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 dolls here are the most exaggerated yeah. fetish femme Right. Female bodies that I mean the, the boob like like they're tiny with huge boobs. Right. Big mouths. They're they're you know right. hustler model.
1: They're hyper sexualized, yes. of course, in every way. Yeah. Well of course. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh well. It says they uh couples can go there too, in case you're interested. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it, right? <laughs> and uh, the other the, the other little promotion they've got going apparently for ten thousand dollars you can be the first one with one of these robots you can take one of the robots virginity somebody wants to spend ten thousand dollars up front
0: <laughs> i hope it fries their dick yeah.
1: petra is not a fan of this i think that is hilarious now of all the times we've talked about on here like i said the
0: you know my my attitude the, towards some of this is evolving yeah, it is evolving. You know, that's right.
1: Things can evolve. That's all right. You're right. Well, anyway. I used
0: to be, you know, no harm, no foul. But like the more, the more studies, the more things I read, you know, no, this it really is harmful to women. You know, men go to, to these places, and then every interaction that they have with a woman, from there on. You know, that is a part of their experience. You know, the, 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 they're objectifying women.
1: They're certainly, <laughs> I, I'll say this. I, I'm s- certainly, there's a percentage of men who, or women, but men, we're talking yeah. about men, who would get this confused in some way as far as they would carry this over into real life. Yes. Like if you could just classify this. And categorize it as, okay, I'm going to the sex brothel, have sex with a doll, you know, shits and giggles, that's fun. Then you leave that world and you go into back into the real world and you don't objectify women. Because, you know, these are real women uh, over here and over here are, are dummy, se- you know, robots. Uh-huh. If you could keep the two straight in your head, it'd be great. But we all know there's some people that couldn't. They'd get it all, it get it seems all mixed up. It weird to
0: even try to keep them straight. Like, why do you have to objectify any females?
1: <laughs> even robots?
0: Yes. Hmm. Yes. Okay, well, that's um, interesting. It, it just...
1: Well, robot brothels the, the are coming. Object,
0: it, I, it's just, yeah, that's creepy. And you brought up a good
1: point as far as just a philosophical good debate point. Like, yeah, what if it was a a kid Sex brothel. You made robots sex kids. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's, you know, you're not breaking any laws, but it's certainly... Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. Well... How, yeah. That is good food for thought there. That, that's really good. Wait till they have these, though, that it's unicorn people and people out of, you know, the sex robots don't look like women. Yeah. Or men. They're, yeah. They're totally fantasy characters I'm out sure of that's narnia coming.
0: i'm sure that's coming yeah you know that'll be the next
1: well, What about that
0: i don't know i have less of a problem with that because it isn't it's a fantasy character it is a fantasy character going with all it that. is not so much objectifying all women as a penis socket
1: there's certainly a wild west coming as far as you know this yeah. stuff in the future.
0: It, yeah, and that's that's like we're gonna have to start addressing how to how to deal with that, and how to talk to, you know, your children about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. Wow. But, yeah. Well, all right. So, uh yeah, I want to run that by you. That was good. That was oh. a good little discussion about that. Well, you could always do this as a recreational hobby instead of going to your doll sex brothel. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ah. <laughs> Curling—it's <laughs> only in the news once every four years in the Olympics.
0: Until now. Until now, and it's an awesome. I—I I saw this uh, title, uh, kind of scrolling, and was like, "Yes, this is great." Yeah, <laughs> this
1: is on uh, Yahoo Sports. I guess it is sports by Cass- Cassandra Negley. Good job, Cassandra. You're digging up the good the stories here—the the down dirty of the curling industry. Anyway, here's what's happened. A Canadian curling team that includes, at least one member was on an Olympic gold medal team uh-huh. from Canada. Okay. Apparently back in, oh, I don't know. Oh, 2014. There All you right. Go. So one of the guys that won a medal in 2014, now he has a curling team. It's not in the Olympics, but they probably go around like ex- ex- exhibition basketball games. And, yeah. Yeah, they go around exhibition tournaments and play curling stuff i suppose i
0: guess that seems to be well it would have to be a northern sport we just don't have enough ice to ever, (laughs) right like like curling you only ever see it on the olympics it's It's, like it's so much fun to watch because they're so intense
1: (laughs) well his team got ejected from this tournament in alberta for being quote extremely drunk in quotes
0: (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute wait a minute you can do that without being drunk
1: I guess. (laughs) It says they were breaking brooms and swearing and just, yeah, they forfeited their final match.
0: For being too drunk.
1: Got kicked out for being too drunk. Oh, wow. There's a little note they put up on the, you know, on the, I guess at the tournament, I guess, quote, due to the unacceptable behavior from Team Jamie Coe, the Red Deer Curling Classic Committee... Has disqualified this team from further play this weekend in the 2008 Red Deer Curling Classic and in future blah, blah, blah. There's more to it. I oh,
0: think. they got banned. They, they got, got banned.
1: banned. Oh, and in future Red Deer Curling Classic events. That's what the rest of it says.
0: They got banned.
1: So there you go. Get drunk, swear people, break your broom.
0: That's hilarious. That's what you do
1: in Canada when you curl. Now bring it. <laughs>
0: Canadians are awesome (laughs) They are awesome I like that story
1: too I thought that was very funny (laughs) Quote They went out to curl And they were extremely drunk And breaking brooms And swearing And just unacceptable behavior That nobody wants to watch Or hear Or listen to And it was just Enough is enough In quotes (laughs) We want to I thought it was awesome Yeah
0: we want to watch And hear and listen to (laughs) (laughs)
1: quote there was some damage in the locker room and other and other teams complaining about their stuff being kicked around in the locker room so at the end of the day it was okay enough enough this gong show (laughs) he said that's why i said enough this gong show it's great curling and alcohol there's a little part of this too by the way apparently it's some sort of etiquette it says curling is a sociable uh, sociable sociable is that the word? Yeah. Sport that emphasizes etiquette, though, though it's gone through an attitude change, blah, blah, blah. The oh. Sport etiquette demands the winner buy the loser a drink after a game, a move that sounds very Canadian. And if you lose the game, then you offer to buy the next one. So if you win, you buy the dude a drink, and then the guy says, well, okay, but then I get the next drink. So, right off the so there's you're a in, lot of drinking going so on right off there. the bat, you're in for two drinks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Etiquette-wise.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: So, right. That's why
0: they have to get, like, all worked up and burn some of that alcohol off. It's
1: like our version of darts, darts. and pool.
0: Yeah. You know, <laughs> things in
1: bars, you know. That's what this, the curling must be to these Canadians.
0: It must be. That's so cool.
1: <laughs> get drunk and curl. Wow. And that ice is slippery. It's not exactly a place to be drunk. Really? When I mean, you're on skates.
0: You know, though, I I just kind of picture Canadians growing up on skates.
1: Probably nothing to them, right?
0: <laughs> yes. they
1: like, fuck you, ice. I'll just uh, own your ass. I'll if get you're drunk, drunk,
0: it doesn't hurt as bad when you fall.
1: <laughs> I'll get drunk if I want to. I'll knock all these. Can you imagine, like, drunk curling, though? Because you know how delicate they are and their little broom sweeping. <laughs> just imagine, yeah. like, they're like, fuck it, and just slammed it down through there and just knocked them all off. People must be, must lose their minds.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
1: If you just really went in there, not the way you're supposed to.
0: Is there like a hockey rule that if they can throw their, like break their broom and get in a fight with somebody? Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah, they should combine that. I had some fisticuffs along with yes. you. you. got brooms to whack each other with. Smack each other head with your broom. rap out of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're onto something. <laughs> well, we keep well with the drinking. The fighting just goes hand in hand.
0: Absolutely, that's
1: that would definitely be something to add to her to curling. Get,
0: get some hillbillies up there. We would definitely hillbilly curling.
1: Do that. Well, we sure could <laughs> redneck hillbilly curling. Well, you seem to be all right on my little.
0: Yeah, you have some here. funny little articles. I'm saving.
1: Let's see. I've got
0: my. What I've been up to. Uh,
1: I was trying to find, and I don't see it, so I'm just going to have to Hank has about 12 million
0: tabs open on his browser.
1: I know. But what I was looking for... Oh, there it is. (laughs) You like this, little fella. (laughs) These are all from our Twitter page, so we can, uh, you know, anybody who wants to find it, they can go to our Twitter page. All these stories are there. That's where I've got links. Yeah, if anybody, like...
0: um, we're at hillbillynerdtalk.com, and from there you can find Hank's Twitter feed, hillbillynerd1, and my Pinterest feed.
1: Yeah, so everything's on there. So, including this. This is a story. I love this story. Don't you love this story?
0: I, yeah, I. this was funny. Come on. <laughs> it's
1: great. This is by Tim Wood, or Tom Wood, I'm sorry. Tom Wood apparently wrote this from, from LAD Bible, LAD Bible. I don't know. know. I have a feeling It has zero to this do is, with the Bible. Uh, this,
0: this, this is funny.
1: So, here's what happened. <laughs> lady has a parrot, a blue parrot, and it got out of the house. Apparently, its wings haven't been clipped, so it can actually fly. So, the parrot flew out of the house, flew onto the roof of a neighboring house.
0: Yeah. And this is a, one of those giant blue, I think it's a macaw
1: a beautiful-looking bird.
0: It's one of the big blue parrots that are, like, from uh, the Disney movie. What was the Disney movie? No,
1: like? I don't remember. But, uh, Aladdin?
0: No. Well, there was, a, there was a parrot in Aladdin, too. But there was a, a Disney movie uh, specifically about parrots. This is one of those big blue parrots like that.
1: Well, this parrot could fly, flew out of the house, flew up on the neighbor's roof. And then just wouldn't frickin' come down. <laughs> he, he stayed up there. He was up there for three days, they said. <laughs> they kept waiting for it to come down. They kept enticing it, of course, you know, sending food. So they thought after three days that, well, maybe he's sick yeah. or something. They thought something yeah. may be wrong with him. Yeah. So they called the local fire department. It couldn't be more stereotypical. Yeah. Instead of a cat in a tree it's a <laughs> bird on a roof so look what? at this poor firefighter yeah they're on this ex- <laughs> it is eight this eight a long extension ladder <laughs> this is a this is giant with two firemen somebody holding the ladder and somebody up there trying to talk to this coax this parrot down so the parrot keeps telling the firefighter to fuck off <laughs> 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 he gets closer fuck off <laughs> And by the way, that's apparently not all. They don't say in the story, but they just say like this uh, string, all kinds of explicit
0: Like somebody had made it their job to teach this (laughs) parent how to cuss.
1: But apparently that was his favorite was fuck off. (laughs) That's the title of the story. Parent trapped on roof keeps telling fire crew to quote fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. In quotes. (laughs) That's a great title to the story.
0: Oh. (laughs) So I'm laughing and I I can't, I'm hyperventilating laughing about this. Can you imagine being the fireman up there? You're laughing so hard. You're about to fall off
1: the ladder. And uh, the parrot's name is Jesse. Jesse, a yellow and blue macaw parrot, told the fire team, This is all quote that came to rescue her exactly what she thought of them using some language as colorful as the tropical birds plumage. (laughs) (laughs) That is well written. Good stuff there.
0: Yes. Yes. You don't often get assigned a story like that.
1: Quote, we then discovered she had a bit of a foul mouth and kept swearing, (laughs) much to our amusement. (laughs) Isn't that great? So, this is the best part of the story, and this is from the story. To add insult to injury, once she finished giving the firefighter a piece of her mind, she then promptly flew off to another roof, then into a tree, and then back to her owner.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, after three days, there was nothing wrong with this little bastard. Was, what a
0: crazy but little no. bird. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i just love that that's great so the parrot's fine yeah
0: technically they rescued the parrot i i I give them the win on that one yeah they coaxed it off the roof
1: the parrot is back with its owner no problem i
0: bet i bet they clipped its wings this time
1: i bet so a little fucker will Can you imagine running into that guy, just that little bird, just randomly on the street on the way to a bar or something? <laughs> the guy you out. <laughs>
0: this is why I don't have a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a Furby. <laughs>
1: yeah. Can you imagine these birds that talk and like in the middle of the night when they must wake up once in a while?
0: Oh, absolutely. Oh. And evidently, they just randomly scream too.
1: Yeah, like,
0: my nerves could handle living with a bird. There's no, no way. No, no, thanks. Um, her, our our crazy cat and her random runs through the house are terrifying enough. Sometimes, like sometimes it's just like she sees a ghost and goes <gasps> and runs. I
1: know they cats do the craziest things. Yeah. Well, I don't know about a cat, but we do have a listener or a uh, a parrot, but we do have a listener, Liz with the duck. Yes, we do. Shadow hand, <laughs> and she loves her little duck. I bet ducks be a lot better than parrots, though they don't seem too noisy.
0: No, well, I think they would be. Well, I've never been flogged by a parrot, but I have been flogged by a duck. A duck or a goose? Yes, both. Eh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> but birds do not like me. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, maybe Shadow Hand's duck would be all right. I seems I like it's a house dog. It seems like a. Uh, a pretty...
0: Calm. Yeah, pretty tame yeah.
1: little duck from pictures I can see. Anyway, Shadowhand's been listening to our show forever, and I wanted to mention her because she has written a book. It's on Kindle. Well, anything, I guess. It's on yeah. Amazon, so yeah. Kindle's their platform, right?
0: Kindle, yeah, that's, that's their... And it's like Kindle books. <laughs> I know. It's like, starting I to, can't even like. I do, know. It, um, I guess
1: that's the word. That's their platform yeah. to read your book. Yeah. Anyway, Alex S. Woods. And the name of the book is Home.
0: So check it out. Because, yeah, and we're definitely going to too.
1: You've already bought it. You just haven't read yeah, it. Yeah, I just haven't had time to. <sighs> yeah, maybe we should have waited till we reviewed it. But I don't yes. know. I just want to get it out. Well, there.
0: Well, you know, give it a mention before the the holidays, and hopefully we'll have a chance to read it and do a review later. Yeah,
1: I'll read the very first sentence from the description, and uh, it says, "While living in a big city, a young non-binary lesbian." goes on a search to find a sense of belonging and acceptance. And then later it talks about magical, transfer, magical transformation, magical transformations steeped in unique blend of ancient mythology and modern storytelling.
0: You know, this could be, this could be really interesting.
1: Right. Yes. My question was, uh-huh. I don't know what a non-binary lesbian is. And I feel like I'm pretty hip on keeping up with language and stuff. What do you Maybe. think that means? I don't know. I don't know either. I bet the book will will
0: Yes make it obvious. Yes. But I thought it was interesting. I'm trying to pull it up right now. I'm like, uh what does this mean?
1: Non binary lesbian. Means he
0: Someone who identifies somewhat with female genders and only likes women.
1: Say that one more time.
0: Who identifies Somewhat with female genders and only likes women. Hmm. Their only connection to wo- womanhood is lesbianism. They're usually butch, but not always, according to uh, Urban Dictionary. We'll have to, Urban to, read the Dictionary. Book to find out for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway, you're into uh, ancient mythology and yeah. all that, so I think yes. it ought to be pretty interesting, really.
0: I think it would be too.
1: So there you yeah. go. So there's something to check out if you, uh, if you like our show. I assume probably like this yes so there you go so alex hope you sell a gazillion copies um shadow hand she's uh, uh, yeah she's the hillbilly in sweden
0: there are hillbillies everywhere we're starting to figure that out i I want to do a willy life in sweden (laughs) <laughs> well we got somewhere to go apparently
1: We want to go to Sweden Hang out with, Well the duck might flog you though
0: I tell you I really do not want uh, They smell fear or
1: something Yeah <laughs> I'm I got
0: terrified you. of birds
1: You had something about Stan Lee dying You've had several articles right He died this past week
0: Yes he died this week He was like was 95 right 97 I
1: believe 97 Good for oh, us Oh
0: I'm sorry 95 He died 95 November 12th at the age of 95
1: it must have been awesome, and surely he realized this, that he lived long enough to see things he could imagine in it's, his head. Come way in
0: before, to, yeah, way before any of these things were.
1: Before, I mean, you can make movies back then, but it was very, you know, he lived long enough to be able to see movies made of his characters that were very realistic. Yes. The special effects had caught up with what you can make people do and these movies just became incredible. Yeah. Over yeah. the last twenty years of his yeah.
0: Yeah, and he got to see his work fully appreciated, you know, adopted by uh, millions and, and and evolving and growing and taking a life of its own and, and enjoy you know, and he enjoyed a place in that.
1: I think, I'm not, we don't have an article on a whole biography of him. Uh-huh. And I don't want to do that anyway. But I think we read somewhere or saw something on him. I think in World War II, he was a cartoonist yes. in the Army or yes. whatever branch of service that would be, um, drawing, um, you know.
0: Propaganda cartoons. Yeah,
1: for our military. Yeah. And he was on there with, by the way, the same guy who, I don't know his real name, but Dr. Seuss. Yeah, yeah. The Dr. Seuss guy was a part of his team drawing propaganda. Yeah.
0: Isn't that amazing? Yeah. What a life
1: this dude lived.
0: Yeah. He really, he did. And uh, I think he really enjoyed being a part. You know, his cameos were a big deal to him. I think he really enjoyed those. Um, the article that caught my attention. Yeah, There's a little, this, this, um. There's a feud here. The internet hit back hard at Army Hammer after the actor criticized celebrities who posted photo tributes of Stanley uh following his death. You know, th- they were posting selfies with Stanley and this guy <laughs> just while he was alive, obviously. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Like there are old selfies with Stan Lee. Like all the people who had worked with him started posting selfies. And this guy and I'm not even I don't really recognize him. Do you recognize him? What has he been in? You know the name when you say his name. I've
1: heard that name, but I have no idea what. I that don't dude's know been
0: what in. he's been in, and I don't really recognize him.
1: He kind of looks like a bad country singer, frankly. Yeah.
0: All right, he said, "So touched by all the celebrities posting pictures of themselves with Stan Lee." He tweeted on Monday. No better way to commemorate an absolute legend than putting up a picture of yourself.
1: Hmm. All right. What's your thoughts? We've we've thoroughly debated the sex brothel robot issue,
0: <laughs> yeah, and
1: uh, the smoking issue. Let's debate this a little bit. What's your take on this?
0: Well, all right. That there's there's some more to this article oh, okay. and another like, and I think tweets went up and there's been shots fired back and forth. And, sure. And this guy, I guess Army did work with him at some point. Okay. You know, <laughs> so he, he actually probably does have pictures or, or possibly does. But when another tweeter asked, What else are you supposed to do when someone dies? the actor replied, If your answer is post a selfie, then I think we need a cultural revamp across the board. Well, again, what are your hmm. thoughts? I really, for me personally, I would not post a selfie. Well, but that's say, my choice. It's it, I wouldn't knock other people for doing it because he was a public figure.
1: I said, I guess when somebody says the word selfie, I envision like somebody and it's a picture of only them in the picture.
0: All right, group selfies. Yeah, yeah. Untangle that. Right. These so are selfies posted with, with, with Stanley.
1: While yes. he's alive and yes. doing, while you know, he's I alive, that, you've got to
0: get get your mind wrapped around that. I think overall, I'm okay with it. That's it.
1: I think I'm all right with it. I see what he's saying. It's it's self, whatever.
0: It's self promotion for sure. But
1: is it? But isn't it some sort of promotion in a way to even? Like, even if you put a picture of just Stan Lee by himself Mm -hmm. and say, oh, Stan Lee died today. I'm so sad to hear that. Aren't you kind of promoting yourself anyway? You're kind of like, hey, look at me. I'm chipping in on this Stan Lee thing. You could take it that way. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And if and if I had a selfie with him. I don't know. I I think I'd be I think it's a way of being proud. Like, look, I like this guy. Look, I took a selfie with this guy. I'm, I'm proud to yeah, like this guy. Yeah.
0: I see I see both sides of it. As an uh, intensely private person, it kind of creeps me out the thought of people posting, you know, pictures of me after I'm dead. But it creeps me out of idea of people posting pictures of me while I'm alive. I'm just private like that. Stan chose you know he really mm-hmm. seemed to enjoy that publicity. I think he would probably
1: personally love see to you.
0: see how many it, and I think it's almost one of those things like like I didn't want to hear you know Prince's music used to advertise. Uh, products after his death Because I know he f- how he felt about that Like if I knew that This guy really was very private And didn't like you know pictures of himself Posted I would feel differently about it I think this guy is probably doing A little bit of self promotion by starting Beef well that adds
1: to it I can see that so anyway I guess my bottom line is I'm alright with it Okay it's kind of like with a uh, I'm trying to think like a business thing this happens I don't know like a Like a business all right, like a business don- donates money to some charity. Yes, and the charity in turn mentions this person at a dinner. Yes, you know you could say, well, you know you you just paid that money so you'd get you know you'd get so recognized, you get the mentions, yeah. And then if you really were sincere about it, then you wouldn't let them mention your name at yeah. the dinner. But I don't know. I think it's kind of a a win win. Like, if you give the money to the charity, they needed the money. Yeah. And if they mention your name and you get a little bit of publicity from that, then that's a win. Yeah. So there's just no way to tell if these people with a Stan Lee picture are being selfish and like, oh, here's my chance to, to mm-hmm. get an extra hundred followers. Or if they're just genuine, like, eh, I like this dude here. here I look, up. Yeah. I found a picture where yeah. I hung out with him. So, I think
0: it's uh, it's hardly, you know, dependent on the people.
1: And there's no way to tell what each no, person is no, thinking. there's not. So, at the end of the day, I vote okay with it. What do you think?
0: Thumbs okay up, with thumbs it. down. Okay with it only only because of, of you know, Stanley's love of the spotlight.
1: All right, gotcha. Let me tell you, somebody didn't like old, uh, Stan, old um, Stan Lee's death, eh, I don't say he didn't like the death, but he took it as a way to go on a really weird old man rant. Did you see this from this guy, Bill Maher?
0: No. And, uh-uh. he, and, he's,
1: usually, and he's usually a pretty intelligent guy yeah. in general. Of course, he's on a political show. So once in a while, he says something a little crazy that he has to apologize for. But my goodness. Yeah. What an old man ran here.
0: Okay. Let me hear. Let, let me hear, yeah, let me hear a little bit
1: of, of old, uh, Bill Maher here. This is some quotes from him shortly after uh, Stanley died. And I don't know who he's talking to. He must be in an interview with somebody, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this is by Susie Byrne in uh, Yahoo Celebrity News. All right. Uh, this is from uh, Bill Maher. Quote, the guy who created Spider-Man and the Hulk has died, and America is in mourning. Uh, Moore wrote, he wrote this. Quote, deep, deep mourning for a man who inspired millions to, I don't know, watch a movie, I guess. Someone on Reddit posted, quote, I'm so incredibly grateful I live in a world that included Stan Lee, in quotes. Personally, I'm grateful to live in a world that included oxygen and trees, but to each his own, in quotes. <laughs> what an old man, jackass rant, right? That, and that it,
0: seems really weird. What is his beef? And it gets worse. I, I want to hear I want to hear her because i really i i don't think he can change my mind about why i like stan
1: he goes on on this and that that's the start then he goes on this rant against comic books he then dissed them saying he read them as a boy blah 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 um quote and then you grow up and move on to big boy books without pictures in quotes however he went on to say 20 years ago quote something happened adults decided They didn't have to give up kid stuff. And so they pretended comic books were actually sophisticated literature. And because America has over 4,500 colleges, which means we need more professors than we have smart people, some dumb people got to be professors by writing theses with titles like otherness and hyperdoxy in the silver surfer. And now, when adults are forced to do grown-up things, like buy auto insurance, they call it, quote, adulting, and act like it's some giant struggle, in quotes. (laughs) 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 Really? I mean, mean, what a dumbass. uh,
0: What an old fart. Right? I I, I don't even think it's a dumbass. I, I won't... I mean, I can... I can follow his logic there, but I think it's kind of – I'm just going to have to disagree with him on on some of this. Keep going. Keep that, going. That's, Is that's anything the, else That's, the main, that's the main point. Deep,
1: deep mourning for a man who inspired millions to, I don't know, watch a movie, I guess. <laughs> and then goes on to, like, comic books. Like, yeah, again, I read them as a kid. They have pictures. As an adult, you're not supposed to,
0: blah, blah, blah. That just sounds like everybody's grandpa having a rant. I guess, but isn't that an odd
1: one? Yeah. I just thought that was pretty, I just thought that was odd to go on. Again, now that's taking somebody's death Uh and taking an opportunity to, I think, basically exploit that or to make some, he had to known that Uh this would be controversial. Yeah. And he's taking an opportunity from a dude dying to go on an old man rant and, I don't know, get some extra publicity for himself yeah, or something? This
0: is weird. This is a, I don't know.
1: I don't know. I just thought it, it was very, kinda, very, it's very tasteless. And he
0: has a point about like comic books were not seen as serious literature. But you know what? Right now, I'm listening to. Lectures on science fiction on great courses on Amazon, like right. you know it, and that was not taken seriously until probably like the eighties and nineties as as a literary form at all. Um, it, just because something isn't studied academically doesn't mean that it shouldn't be. Well, you know what i'm saying well he
1: said well i mean obviously he's suggesting that people who still read comic books are dumb yeah and that you know that yeah. comic books are for kids and if you're still doing that as an adult you're an idiot is what he's basically saying yeah
0: i all right i can i can in theory agree with him <laughs> <laughs> special <laughs> circumstances here like if if your entire like main floor of your domicile is stacked up boxes of comic books, carefully, carefully organized and, and and in protective bags and boxes, and you're just waiting to cash in, you know, your $3 million comic book collection. Grow up, man. Well, Grow uh, up.
1: sure. Well, that's the extreme, of course. You know,
0: that, that's, that's an extreme. But, you know, I think a lot of people... probably you know have some guilty pleasure literature that might be a batman comic book or what the heck ever and why are you criticizing people for reading anything here's, a, here's it's a, better than watching tv
1: here's <laughs> one last quote from it and this is from this is a quote from him he wrote this uh-huh quote i don't think it's a huge stretch to suggest that donald trump could only get elected in a country that thinks comic books are important in quotes
0: What an old man. I just don't see the connection there at all and nobody hates Donald Trump than my dad.
1: In a country that thinks comic books are important. That's the only that's the only country in the world that, that Donald Trump could been elected.
0: Was he drunk when he gave you I, I this don't interview know. or what? I, mean, I don't know. Just...
1: And then there's just a whole list of, of course, people on Twitter just going crazy, of course, like
0: Wow. I usually I don't. I don't know. At least listen to stuff he says. That's just we're gonna have to agree to disagree. I agree. I thought
1: that was uh, well, whatever. He's got his opinion. Threw yeah. it out. Threw it out there, and of course, uh, I don't know. It just seems pretty damn tasteless for the guy it dying does. to, to take the opportunity to insult everybody who likes comic books and, and appreciates like, his work. Yeah, yeah, and appreciates his work. Yeah, it just seems like an odd opportunity. Mm-hmm. Weird way to do that Yeah Whatever okay. Bill Barr Keep rocking it buddy If that's your bet your MO And um, I don't know What do you got over there?
0: Oh uh, I got Something that can wait Till next week How about that?
1: Oh Are you giving everybody A, uh, a little uh, A little teaser?
0: Well alright I tell you what We'll hurry through it And then we're going to wrap this up Because it's right. going on a long Oh my long god Keep in this one was funny, and it was actually from um, about Halloween. <laughs> the, the uh, This is an article from USA Today from Alyssa Z H U. I am not sure how to pronounce her last you. name. But in Springfield, Missouri, the pastor of the Assemblies of God megachurch...
1: Oh, Lord, I know where this is going. Or I can guess. Okay.
0: <laughs> had a halloween paranormal themed sermon for them and he took aim at yoga he says it has demonic roots and christians should avoid it at all costs
1: avoid yoga yes. I've, I've heard i've heard stories about this before you do yoga does it have is the meditation part kind of you know eastern religious connotation to it or is it not does it have anything to do with religion Yoga that you know of?
0: No, it really doesn't. Okay. It it is because
1: that's church's rub on it. They yeah. th- they think you're yeah. you're practicing some Indian religion. I think
0: you know that's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> right. It 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 is somewhat of a spiritual practice because you do have to quiet your mind. Right. Okay, and I'm going to read some from this article because this is... You're
1: not praying to anybody, are you?
0: No, you're not.
1: Okay, well, that's probably what they think. Well, I... I don't know. (laughs) I'm just... I'm speculating, but I know... I know churches in general do not like yoga.
0: Yeah, well... (laughs) Satan, He... All right, this... This... Lindell delivered a paranormal-themed sermon the Sunday before Halloween. Um... (laughs) This was also right after, uh, in Florida, the, uh, yoga studio was shot up in another one of the, those mass shootings. Right. Um, this is just, uh. uh, here's what he said. Um, he said, people might be shocked that the church was comparing yoga to the paranormal. That to me is an indication of how far our society has drifted, drifted into a post Christian culture. Earlier, it would be been would have been a given that yoga was inherently a form of Eastern mysticism that Christians should absolutely avoid. But that is no longer the case, and he just he goes on his rant. Yeah, yeah, and there are several like local yoga studios that have have lost business customers because of that. This was this is a church that has ten thousand. Five hundred members.
1: So it's big influence. Yeah. Uh, fuck these jerks.
0: Yes. You know, I yes.
1: I talked to somebody. This happens. This happens almost yearly. I ought to know by now, I guess. But but in a way, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. In a way, like no, fuck these people. They're not going to ruin it for everybody else.
0: Yeah. But
1: um, oh, it's probably a day or probably the next day after real Halloween. You know, it fell in the middle of the week. Yeah. Um, I had to do something at one of our our buildings, and somehow I was just making conversation with somebody. It's the yeah. day after Halloween, for God's sakes. Yeah, it's you know something like, oh yeah, did you pass out a lot of candy last night or whatever? Yeah, you know, so, it's a, something yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, um, we don't we don't celebrate Halloween. <laughs> and then you just like, well, <laughs> fuck me, you know. All right yeah. then, yeah. Then go on. I'm
0: screwed, yeah.
1: It, it, you know this instantly, like, and, and it's almost like they're.
0: They're proud of it, yeah. and they want you to argue with
1: them. Yeah. It's right. Instead of just yeah. like, ah, we didn't really do much. Like, that's all you have to do. You yeah. have to say, yeah, 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 we didn't do much. We didn't pass out any candy or much. Wait, whatever. This, We don't believe in practicing that, so yeah. uh, we don't practice Halloween, yeah. and you're an evil person for doing that and asking me that question, asshole. That's what they're thinking. Yeah. But I bet normal... People from other places. I bet that doesn't happen as much as around here. Every, I'm telling you, Appalachia, every office situation yeah. I've ever been in, yeah. a good one or two out of ten people in a yeah. crowd will not practice yeah. or doesn't participate. And they literally think passing out candy equals summoning Satan.
0: Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. That is something that's really strange around here this was a good quote from um, a guy who was affected by the sermon and this just yoga transcends religion said reggie harris who also said five years of yoga has transformed his life yoga brings people together in a heart of unity and love you're teaching people to hate something that may help them physically emotionally and spiritually i feel like that's the truth that's like, a good like statement. when I I caught this headline. I was like, "My God!" That's a good statement. These churches and and the in evangelical ones. I'm not saying all of them, but the, the ones that are in your face with with this kind of stuff. Not um, a lot of them. Golly, It is a lot of them. At least Just around here. Anything that could give you any kind of happiness, calm, inner peace, anything. Right here, right now, they seem to hate. Don't they?
1: they? It's like they hate anything that's not that they didn't cause. Tell you to do. Yeah, they didn't cause. Or if if Jesus didn't heal you, then well, then screw you. Don't do this. Yeah,
0: but but you know what? They go get cancer treatment.
1: Oh, I know some of them do. <laughs> but, you, but, you know, some of these wackos, though, they take it to the extreme where they don't.
0: Yeah. You know? Well, there are a few of them. And
1: They're the extremes. I yeah, get it. Yeah, there
0: are the extremes. But There's we, extremists in everything.
1: But yeah. we do have our uh, we do have our fair share, more than normal, uh-huh. I think, of yeah. around the country of, of seriously wacko yeah. Christian churches that take things way too far. Yes. And this yes. yoga is a perfect example, and Halloween, or anything else that's, calm down, people. <laughs> calm the fuck down. Let your kid dress up in his fucking Hulk outfit and go get some fucking candy. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Is
1: it that big a deal? A kid, a, a mermaid-dressed kid that's six years old comes to your door with a bag of candy? Would it be the end of the world to give them a candy a bar, damn piece of candy? <laughs> really? Instead of equating it to that's what's in This country is Satan's creeping into our children. Look at that fairy princess. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I don't know. Yeah, what it the is hell? Just, the matter it just with people? It hurts to watch. It really does. It, it hurts is to hurtful. Watch those poor kids.
1: Oh, well, anyway, you've already mentioned it once, but yes, hillbillynerdtalk.com, dot my Twitter. Y- your Up Pinterest. Interest. Yep. Uh, that's the main ways to get to me. Again, yep. I, Facebook, I'm just about done with it anyway. It's hard enough to, I don't know. I'm getting kind of tired of it, one. <laughs> and I, I got to say, some of these, I, but as I say this, it's silly because, hell, they all do it. But when I, there's repeatedly more and more articles about um, Facebook just being assholes as far as what they're collecting on you and uh-huh. how much they're collecting and I don't know. Again, I know they're all doing it to a point. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm getting some stuff that Google and Facebook maybe taking this shit a little too far.
0: You think? I think it's terrifying.
1: <laughs> I but then but then again, I use it. What are you going to do? It's one of those things, yeah, it's free choice. I know. Yeah, I could rock it like my dad up in the middle of a holler and not have to worry about it, but you know but then your quality of life's going to suffer let's just yeah. face it it's yeah you're trading off some stuff i get it but i don't know this zuckerberg when i see him testifying and all this stuff and th- that's what's getting me is, uh-huh. that, is that's really this last thing we'll get off here i, but, I
0: don't know what's going on so i'm interested. Well, i just feel like he's just curious. lying yeah
1: at a point like like if some of these companies want to say yeah, we collect data, and and it's in our user agreement, and anybody that uses our service ought to know that that's yeah. how we're paying for this, yeah. and, and that's fine. If, yes. I mean, like, if, if you tell me, you know how I am. If you just tell me, I'm fine, but if yes. you try to trick me, I fucking hate that, and this Zuckerberg and these other guys are going up there. Oh, well. You know, this was an accidental thing, and we don't really collect this, and we don't do They're just lying their fucking asses off, and it's just <laughs> aggravating me.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, just come yeah. out and say it, and then deal with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, instead of lying about it.
1: Right. Don't pretend like you're not running every algorithm to the point where you know hell i can i can think about house slippers and and ads start fucking popping up
0: it's terrifying isn't it i told you about the mattress depot and all that kind of stuff i started talking about uh, yeah. uh on the phone about getting a mattress and i started getting mattress advertisements i was mm-hmm. like the shit
1: <laughs> well and and facebook specifically this one this one got me today in a way thinking about it an ad popped up on my facebook feed for arch supports for plantar fasciitis. Yeah. Now, how the hell would they know that? I don't remember being on Facebook complaining about that or saying anything about plantar fasciitis. I've done some searches. Yeah. And did some research on it. Yeah. I, I have ordered some arch supports through Amazon. Yep. But I don't understand how they're all cross getting everybody's information. That's what's starting to aggravate me, and again, not not that they're not they're doing it, but then denying that they're doing that it, they're doing or it, yeah. that oh we're not really the, oh I don't know how uh, I, it's un, I, it's impossible that Russia or anybody could possibly use our platform to run ads and figure it uh, up bullshit yeah anybody with enough money can can use your site absolutely. and absolutely sway enormous amounts of people yes i'm just reading a book on psychology and hell in an area in an isolated area mm-hmm. if a if a, somebody commits suicide and it's well publicized yes. in the newspaper and tv yes the likelihood not only likelihood it's a statistical fact oh yeah more, that people, more like- people in that area commit suicide then in a, a for all things equal Same population, same type of area, somebody commits suicide, it's not well publicized, their suicide rate stays the same. Yes. Other areas, their suicide rate spikes for a little while after that suicide. And after a local suicide that's well published in a newspaper, Uh the suicide rate for that area spikes for a few months. So if that happens, just from reading an article (laughs) in a newspaper about somebody in your town committing suicide imagine facebook where you're inundated with all the ads and the things pulling you and swaying you to think this way and buy this and do this it's enormous enormous psychological implications there shouldn't
0: be tons of regulations on that
1: yes there absolutely should okay there should be some, there should be a lot.
0: There's a TED Talk that we're going to watch as soon as we get off of here because I've been dying to show this one yeah. to you.
1: And there's always a balance between, you know, I get it, freedom of speech and, and and what you're allowed to, there's always a balance there. But we just saw a 60 Minutes thing a couple weeks ago. In Europe, they've got some rules that are pretty, yeah. basically that you own your private, your private information. You own that. You can get yeah. a copy. You can call in. Europe, you can call Facebook and say, I want you to print me everything you know about me. Yeah. And they'll print. They have to print it and show you what they have on you. And that one guy on 60 Minutes that did that, holy shit, what they know about him. Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable.
0: Absolutely.
1: So, yeah, you should in some way, there should be some... I don't know. You should have some control of your data.
0: Yeah, and how it's used, and and how you're being targeted with your own data, because mm-hmm. it is psychological. It's psychological warfare on us. A- and
1: all advertising's been like that. No. I mean, it's. I mean, that's what the whole anything, anything you go by, look at an ad. It's all that is psychological, and advertising has always been tied to that. It always will be. But yeah. Anyway, all right, guys, we'll wrap this up. Have a great week.
0: Have a great week, everybody.
1: And we'll talk to you next week.